If you haven't grabbed the 2024 cyclical planner yet, that's okay because you're not behind. Your new year can be the first new moon of the year in a couple of days, just like me on January 11th, or it can be in the spring or on your birthday or all of the above. Your new year can be any day that you choose. That's what's cool about defining what time means for you. However, if you do want a planner that is simple, doable, and holistic, rooted in cyclical time, grab the planner. It's $22. It's going to be really helpful for welcoming in this new way of being with yourself. What I'm talking about today on the podcast is revealing what my intention is for the year and sharing more in depth about how I plan and my plan for this upcoming year. I have finally landed on my word of the year, which I'm going to go into in a minute, um, but I'm so excited to share that with you. And before I dive in, I want to share what I typically do in the first segment of Not Too Productive. It is something that is not seen typically as productive, yet it's actually productive to me. (laughs) I've only done nine episodes of these podcasts. Uh, Well, this is my 10th, I think. And I'm already running out of ideas. So I asked other people what they do that is not typically seen as productive. And I've gotten a lot of responses. So thank you if you DM'd me back. But, um, you know, I just before I share what they say, I think it's really interesting. Everything that I do, I see as productive in some way, shape, or form. Video games, rest, Netflix, uh, scrolling. Like there is... A reason why I'm doing all of those things that I'm doing, that's going to be a future episode, is why I don't believe in wasting time, but it's really getting hard to come up with ideas. So DM me if you want to share something that you do that is not typically productive, and you do it anyways. So uh, today's topic, I'm keeping things anonymous, (laughs) but one of the people that DM'd me shared that spending hours sitting and talking and hanging with friends. That's something that they do that is actually not seen as productive, but it's actually productive to them. And this is actually someone that I've worked with, one-on-one coaching. And so it's really cool to also hear from her that we our work together helped her see it's actually productive and she has no problem doing it anymore. So I'm really excited for her. But I can totally see why some people don't think it's productive to like spend hours and hours and hours sitting around talking, hanging with friends, Um, especially, you know, if a friend or friends multiple like are always calling you and it is preventing you from getting the things done that you want to get done. So with the caveat that there is some balance here, there is some boundary work, but When we want to spend time with friends and community is something that we value, that's something that's productive. And when you sit there and, you know, you're hanging with friends, but you're not present and you're thinking about all the things that you have to do, how you're not getting it done, how you're going to be so stressed later, then you're sort of in two places. and, And that is like when it may be seen as not productive. And in my eyes, obviously, everybody is different. But what if you're just present? (laughs) And what if you just set aside specific amount of time that you feel comfortable hanging, talking with friends? Forgetting about time and being in community are so important. They're 
core values of many, many, many people. And we don't include scheduling in time for friends and hanging and talking in the category of productivity. So I totally get it, but I'm so glad that this person feels like they are really present and being able to like feel like it's productive, that it's important to them to hang, sit, talk, be on the phone with friends. I have a best friend in New Orleans, shout out, (laughs) um, who we literally talk maybe an hour to an hour and a half every single week since I left New Orleans. And that was almost three years ago. No, three and a half years ago. It'll be four years in July. And we've kept that tradition going basically every single week for almost four years. And that is so hard to believe, even in 12 hours ahead while I was in Thailand, like we still managed to find time to talk and be in community and be there for one another. And so, yes, stamp of holistic time coaches approval. It is productive to hang with friends. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to transition into the main topic today, which is my 2024 intentions and how I plan uh, and my sort of like overview, my plan of the year. So I love words of the year. I think it can be like super cliche, but here's why. You condense everything down that you want to do into one word, one thing that you can come back to all year long. I love it because it's so simple. You know, we put so much on our plates. Most of it is like the external usually work-related or, you know, quote-unquote productive-related. And so the word of the year often helps me shift into that internal place. Most of the time it's like feeling word or like shifts that I want to experience on an internal level. And it like sort of just like permeates everything that we do when we keep this word of the year in sort of the the top of mind or somewhere if it's a password on your accounts or you put it on a vision board or wherever you put it, if it's like front and center for you, it's really centering and grounding to like infuse that word into everything that you do and then you get to create it. So it's really, I love the word of the year practice. And so without further ado, um, my word for 2024 is contentment. I'm going to pause and breathe to even like bring that energy in right here. You know, traditional productivity advice is about growing and getting bigger and better and developing and all that stuff. Contentment is the epitome of not too productive. How do we feel content with what we do, how much we do, who we are, how much money we have, how much time we have, enoughness, right? I toyed around with the word enough or enoughness a little bit, but contentment just rings so much truer for me about what, how I want to go into this year, what I want out of it. And it doesn't mean that I'm coasting or not growing, not creating. I'm, I just launched this podcast in the last couple of months and I'm currently developing and creating a course. Like that doesn't mean that I'm not doing things. My intention is to be able to feel content 
with what's my reality. I want to feel content with the amount of money that I have in my bank, the number of humans on my email list, the number of clients that I'm currently working with, the number of workouts I do in a week, the country I'm in, the weather, like all of it. I want to learn how to be more content with what I have right here, right now, today. I want to be able to accept it. Accept my reality instead of having this like, you know, I often think of it as an addiction, right? Like this addiction to go, to doing, to go, go, go mode. And when you rest and pause, that's why rest doesn't feel productive. And it's so hard because when we sit still, it's an addiction and we have to go through that withdrawal period. My skin, my anxiety, like it is so somatically, physically uncomfortable to pause and to feel enough and feel contentment. And, you know, I've been working on it for a decade now of healing this go, go, go energy within me and this anxiety to, to be safe, to be okay, to make sure that I, I've got what I need. And so it, contentment spans into all of it. Contentment is about safety and stability and like just feeling grounded and good with where I'm at right here, right now. And when I was journaling about this, like, what do I need to do in order to feel more content? When I'm thinking about my word for the year, it's the vibe, it's what I want to infuse in my plan. Realize that e even while I'm growing, even while I set intentions, contentment can be found at any time in the present moment by stopping and breathing. I'm really grateful to be at that place where I know this and I know it in my nervous system, in my body, I've integrated it. And this comes with tons of privilege. However, I, I really truly feel like if we liberate our time and money, separating out time and money in, in a small way, we can find contentment because our time is our life and we need to be able to take space and take time to just breathe and be in the present moment and feel okay with where we're at. That's a whole different conversation. But that was one of the things that came forward for me when I was thinking about what I need to do in order to feel more contentment. It's also for me about finding a home or a place where I feel content to live. I've been traveling for three and a half years and I we're talking about what it would be like to settle down again. We don't really like that word settle down either, but um, what it would be like to have a more like grounded home space. So that is a piece of contentment is within home. I also shared right, making enough money where I feel content. I have those numbers. So it's just reaching and staying at those numbers. It's also creating and sharing content from that content place, which is hilarious. That content is also content. But sharing, expressing, creating things from a place of contentment. And then also being content with being in a country and staying in that same place for two months. We're going to be in Brazil for the first two months of this year. And we're basically going to be just in that small little town of 5,000 people. And we're not seeing the rest of Brazil. We're not even going to like Rio or Sao Paulo or anywhere else as of right now. And like being content with that, being content with like really diving in and living 
in a small town, being a part of culture, that culture more in depth than just like going to a big city and just running around. That's not the vibe of this year. <laughs> no FOMO, meeting new people from a place of contentment, like that, all of that stuff. That's what I want more of in 2024. So once I land on the vibe of the year, which I did literally this morning, <laughs> I can then start to create my plan. I can then sort of look at the year and ask myself, what do I, what, what, how do I shape this year to be more content, to experience more contentment? And that doesn't look like setting three, four, five goals, which is what I've done historically in each month or each quarter. That is not the vibe of 2024. I wanted to share next the three main categories of how I plan. Very, very super, super like surface level. I'm not going super in depth with it. Um, and then I'll share my plan. So like the overall year with these three categories of how I plan. And all of this is in the 2024 cyclical planner with a lot more detail and in depth. Once I sort of have my theme, my word of the year, the vibe, I then look at the vibe of the astrology. So I look at um, the seasons, right? We, we generally pretty much know like winter, fall, summer, spring, <laughs> not in order. Um, but the vibe of each of those four seasons, we also know, you know, the, each new moon is like setting intentions. Um, each moon has its own astrology or theme or vibe as well. And so I can look into all of those things and sort of gather the information that I need for that, the vibe of the year. If you haven't dove into your astrology for the year, I highly recommend Chani's yearly guidebook based on your rising sign. If you are into astrology, I highly recommend that. That's what I use to go over my vibe of the year and within the seasons and the moons. And then the second piece, so the first piece is vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe. And then the second piece of how I plan is my life. So it's like real things going on in my life, important dates. For me, travel is a huge piece of my life, birthdays, holidays, all that stuff. I sort of gather all of the important life things happening in one place for the year. And then once I have that, then I'm like, okay, I have, you know, the vibe. I have real life dates and important things. Then I can look at my capacity and be like, oh, I really only have room for one thing or no thing or two things, right? Depending on the energy, I have so much more energy in the summer. So maybe I'll be able to have two intentions for June, July. But right now I only have capacity and energy and vibe for one of them or maybe none of them. So that's the three categories of how I plan vibe, life, intention. My plan, again, I shared my word of the year, the vibe, contentment, growing via contentment too, learning and growing via contentment. Contentment is the foundation. Growth is what happens when I experience more contentment. And the important dates, some of them I'll share here, not all of them, but 
you know, I'm going to Brazil for the next two months. And then in mid-March, I'm going to go to Peru for two months. I'm going to an ayahuasca retreat in end of March, where I'm going to be taking off a week before and maybe two weeks after the retreat. So I'll be off basically for a month in end of March, April. So excited for that. <laughs> um, and then I'll be flying back to the U.S. at the end of the at the end of May. And then I'll probably be heading back out west to the farm for the summer into the fall and then figure out what the next steps are, whether if we have clarity on where we want to settle or live or get a, a home base again um, or keep traveling. That's sort of the clarity that I'm seeking this year through the experiences that I'll have up until the summer slash fall. So those are like the big important things going on in my life, important dates and my intentions underneath all of that. So like taking into the vibe and the important dates, the biggest thing that helps me feel content is approving of myself. Initially started as a have done ritual. So it's like listing all the things that I had done that day. Now it's taking it a step underneath that. So it's not it's less about what I've done and it's more about like just approving and accepting of that day. So it's just one short sentence. I have a cute little 2024 planner that I don't use as a planner. Each day in the planner, I just write something that I approve or appreciate or want to affirm or acknowledge within myself. And I've done it for a week now. <laughs> I've done it every day. Um, and I plan to do it every single day for this year. That is my ritual and my intention and, and just to be able to approve of myself. And that is what's going to help me feel more content with what I have and what I do and love myself. And then my intentions for for work is sort of just like continuing on with what I'm doing. I have this digital calendar course coming out. I have my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I also have the certification program that opens up in July that people are signing up for already. And so some of that is like life important dates, but it's also my intention is to, to release those things and continue to grow my business in a way that feels really aligned with contentment, with my values, but specifically the word of the year of contentment. So that's where I'm at today. <laughs> I still have to finish out my plan and I put all of I, I put my entire plan into my Google Calendar, which is what I'll teach in the digital calendar course is using digital calendar more um, impactfully and holistically. Um, but yeah, just sitting with that, feeling content with how I've shared this. Maybe it's not perfect. Right. Contentment is the opposite, maybe, of perfectionism. Maybe part of the word of the year contentment is to continue to heal this perfectionism or this inner critical voice that says never enough. Keep going, keep doing. And just breathing, breathing into that. So just as a recap, I shared that hanging with friends is productive. I shared my word of the year, which is contentment. 
I shared the three categories or three areas of how I plan, which is vibe, life, and intentions. And then I shared more about my annual plan, my 2024 plan, the big dates, big things that I'm experiencing and doing, and my big intention of the self-approval ritual to help me feel more content that really came through. When I think about contentment, I was like, okay, I just, I need to just practice approving of myself, loving on myself. Today's integration questions are, do you have a word of the year? Do you like that practice? If so, what is your word for the year? What's your vibe for 2024? What do you think about the three categories for how I plan? Which of those do you want to try on or integrate? Is there any other categories for your life that you need to include in how you plan? If you want a simple yet doable and holistic plan for your year ahead, grab the 2024 cyclical planner now. It is $22. You will get a Notion database. That's the exact planner that I use. Those three categories, you'll see those. What's also included is a planning event on Friday, January 19th. It's coming up soon and you'll be able to hop on a Zoom with me, get coached if you want to get coached or have any questions about the planner and if you purchase it you get the upgraded version every year too i don't know if it's upgraded but the next version of it 2025 2026 it's included with your purchase so i hope that you grab the planner now if you're into it and please support this podcast if you enjoy it in any way shape or form hit subscribe leave a review share it with your people Um, And DM me if there's something that you want to share about something you do that's not productive, that's actually productive to you. All right. Have a great week. Sending you big hugs. Bye.